This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Guys came up short. But they looked really good against the Chiefs overall last week. I thought, here's Cleveland's quarterback on their mentality after the loss. We should beat ourselves up about it because, you know, we, we feel like we should have won that game. But there is 16 more. So it's the mentality of, hey, we got to go up the next week and go do our job. But this one should sting. This one should sting, and you need to learn from it because we had that game, and we need to you know, close it out. And so I think there's a fine line of walking that. And that was my message to them is, guys, you know what? We're going to be really good if we just do our job efficient and move the chains and, and help out our defense by staying on the field but this one needs to stink and, and you need to remember that that all the little things matter and that's that's how you need to approach the week of practice i love when we lose as a player we lose our first couple games we always go well there's 16 others we lose another well, we got 14 more to go <laughs> uh, but he's seen you run out of I, I feel what baker was saying though because he, he actually gave that same speech inside the locker room considering the way they lost to them last year no i'm saying i i love when we as when players, players do stuff like that yeah. you know, when we lose first thing we always go to is oh yeah well we you know we still got 16 more to go this well, what's the alternative got, what are you it's just funny yeah, you can't soak in it <laughs> I mean, you heard stories about Nick Chubb really having his head down in the locker room because of that, that, that fumble that he had. And he was a guy that put a lot of pressure on himself from last year because this is a game they, they wanted to win. I respect that, man. You do have to find a way to mentally move forward. Yeah, I actually like Keel go on these things off camera at times, pure football talk, like press conference talk. Like, <laughs> like Key, how would that sound? How does press conference talk sound? Yeah, give him the press conference Yeah, voice. let's hear a press hear conference. voice. Which part, though? I don't know. Just talk but, about this show. You could talk about anything. No, get, let me do the, the coach's voice. Yeah, yeah, like, that's I, what yeah, I'm saying. The, the coach's voice, yeah. Man, yeah, yo, go ahead, man. You man, got it. You do it well. I got Bill Parcells coming up at 7th. No, he's probably right. listening. He'll do it le- he'll he's probably listening and watching. And well, the point you know, is we Key, came out, we executed, yeah. we did everything we needed to do. No, don't do that, Jay, because he does it perfectly. It's so good. You'll do the basketball. But the point is... Some like some dudes do that and it's forced and you're like, you're lying. You haven't but then other dudes, they drank the Kool-Aid, yeah, they believe it, and it just comes out of them. Baker sounds to me, and that's what fans are really listening for, like, do you believe this kind of cliche stuff you're talking? He does. Yeah. Baker sounds like Look, he he drank the Kool-Aid to me. Well, no, no, it, it, he is a quarterback, first and foremost. And he's giving you really what they feel like inside the locker room. Jay mentioned a guy like uh, Chubb feel a certain way because when you have high expectations and you feel like we had them, we got them, it hurts deep inside. And it pains because you know how close you are. Mm -hmm. And the only thing you can do is go back to the drawing board and revisit that and come back and see them again. We lost to the Philadelphia Eagles in the regular season. Uh, the year we went to the Super Bowl. And they really thought that they beat us. No, we beat our damn selves. But we won't beat ourselves the next time we see you. Because the things that we know we did wrong, we've got to correct. You know, you, you, it, it's like 
Baker throws the interception to Mike Hughes at the end. Soon as it left his hands, the first thing he said is, Damn. oh, my yeah, God. That's the game right that, there. Because he knew that won't happen next time if we see him again. Now, now that's key to me, guys, with Baker. Baker's a very good quarterback. We see that. He's in a good situation. He's a good quarterback. He's not a magic man like Mahomes, right, who could, oh, my God, how'd he do that? But for me, a guy like that to take the next step needs, like, it comes down to those moments. You can't mess that up. And if you're not Superman, if you're not Rodgers, Mahomes, someone like that, you can't afford to make that mistake but in you that know, time. But you know, who, you, you know who has been Superman in their careers and made that mistake? Brett Favre. Oh, Facts, yeah. yeah thank yeah, you. Yeah. And by the way, sure. that, pa- but, that but, pass from Patrick Mahomes to Tyreek Hill that closed out the game, yeah, you could argue that could have been a mistake too. But Okay, but with Favre. But it worked out for I know, reason. but it was yeah. underthrown. And obviously, but, it adds hey, to, you know how it works. Yeah, Sometimes it adds to the whole mistake. Like, he oh, never Patrick throws Mahomes interceptions. making it happen again. You can't argue with that. Yeah. It was a horrible ball day through, though. It wasn't mm-hmm. great. I've learned before in watching football, and a very prominent coach once told me, that guy right there, nothing ever happens good for him. Hmm. Right. So – it doesn't matter because it's something good always happens for Patrick Mahomes. But that's no matter not an act. what, if something good always is. happens to him at a certain point. That ain't luck anymore. Yeah, it's there's just, something else. That's what it is. Yeah, like but you a know, lot it, of good things happened for the Browns last year in Baker Mayfield. I want right? to get back to the Favre. I know. Point. I know what the history says, but yeah, but Favre will give it to you in those situations. That here's the thing, Favre. Yup, he'll turn it over and you'll and he'll blow it. But he does have extra. What I'm saying is, if you don't have extra. Then it will do come down know, to those high leverage moments, and you can't mess know, those up. But do we know Baker doesn't have extra? Thank you. Like far? I don't think he has far arm that, talent. That's not what but I said. You don't I didn't say arm talent. I didn't say that. I said extra, which means that in those magical moments, do we not know if he can somehow Houdini his way out oh, of it? No, no, no. no okay, it. let me be very clear then. No, that's right. My point is... When you have Favre talent, you don't always have to show you can Houdini because people know, oh, that dude can re- – if you have a cut below, right? Baker has a good, strong arm, accurate. He makes good, quick decisions. I'm not criticizing that way, but he's not Favre talent. Then in that case, you've got to do what you're saying in high leverage moments or your team won't take the next step. That's why it's big when Baker at the end of the game turns the ball over because he doesn't have that – compensatory talent like well he did that but he can also do these other things that like so you'll live with that baker you really can't live with that he's got to come through no key i was gonna say key real quick i I think he doesn't have the same ceiling maybe as brett Favre, like talent wise yeah it it feels like the browns have to play a perfect game that's what i mean to beat kansas city but that doesn't mean that that demeans the talent of a guy like baker mayfield mayfield like he can't do that I agree, I mean, but there he was has to do it. Special teams, the, the mishandling of the punt, right? Like, there were a lot of things that led to Collectively, there was yes. a lot of things that got Kansas City to W and the Browns to L. What I'm saying is there is no argument or conversation about Farr versus Baker Mayfield. That's not what yeah, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. What I'm saying is in certain moments, there are good things that happen to certain people in, in football and in sports that are just magical moments. Then there's other things where – you throw the ball to the guy, he never gets an interception. Or the guy makes a catch, but he always fumbles. Bad things just happen to him no matter what. You can't live with that particular type of player. Right. Baker Mayfield isn't that no, guy No, I'm not claiming he is. No, I'm not and, I'm not, and, I'm not, and I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying when you look at that interception to Mike Hughes, that's a learning experience. He is a young 
quarterback. He is not a 10-year guy. If he was a 10-year guy and did that, I'd cut his ass tomorrow. Key, that's what I'm saying. You're right. It's it, This is potentially a learning experience. Absolutely and, and what's is. so interesting about Baker and the Browns right now is if he learns from that and he corrects that, oh, you got something. But that's the question. Will he continue to do that stuff or will he get better in back, those moments? Just go back to last season in his first year with Kevin Stefanski's offense. And look at week two. Look at week three. Go back to week one, then jump to week five, and then jump to week 10 and into the playoffs. Look at the entire process. Better and better. Better. No question. Better. Step back, four steps forward. Kevin Stefanski announced that Odell, Odell Beckham Jr., would not be playing this week. And um, obviously, you would think that they're not better without Odell. And obviously, they can't afford to... (laughs) to lose to the Texans, that would be a bad loss. Go down 0-2 with a loss to the Texans, but I, I don't see him lost, losing to the Texans. We got five seconds. Are they going to win this game, yes or no, Key? They should. Jay? <laughs> 12, and a, 12 and a half point favorites, yes. All right, Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, we're going to go through some of the biggest quarterback matchups this Sunday, tell you who we like after Key has this from DraftKings. Boom, and Jay, Jay's Key. It's good to see the teams back on the gridiron. Lucky for us, that was just week one. DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL, is putting you in the center of the action for week two. New customers, you can get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with your first deposit by signing up using code KJM. So get in on all the action right now, and it's simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Feel, that's right, feel the NFL action like never before with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use code KJM. This week, new customers can get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Enter code KJM to get a free shot at millions in total prizes with their first deposit. If you have not heard me, hear me now. That's code KJM. Only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. This morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, Pro Football Hall of Fame coach and Keys former coach, Bill Parcells. As we look ahead to week number two in the NFL, Bill Parcells. This morning at 730 Eastern with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
You've got questions, and we've got options. Take your pick. Sean J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. We're going through some of the biggest quarterback matchups of week two and take our pick of which QB is going to have the better week. Key, Daniel Jones or Taylor Heineke, take your pick. Oh, God. I'm going to go with Daniel Jones. I'm going to take the New York Giant quarterback because he has a lot to prove. Um, Everybody's waiting to see him take the next step. I think Thursday night football – nationally televised game. Everybody will be watching, uh, you know, and see if he can learn from the mistakes that he made last week against the Denver Broncos. Jay? I'm going to try to reverse jinx it, Max. I'm going to go with Taylor Heineke on this one. See you. You see me? We're on the same page, baby. Giants fan, yeah. (laughs) Hey, look, just, uh, you know, hearing how Ron Rivera, you know, believes in Taylor Heineke, uh, obviously we've seen him in short doses, but, look, I just worry about this D-line for the Washington football team. And, look, I said before, just like Aaron Dowell, man, I got 99 problems, and Chase Young is all of them. Yeah. I'm going to go pure quarterback play. I'll go with Heineke for what you just said, Jay. Short week. Defense couldn't get off the field for the Giants last week. They might be a little worn out, but Chase Young is coming. And, by the way, Andrew Thomas, I got to give him his props. He looked good week one. Like, he looked good. I, I'm, I'm watching. He looked good. All right, we're asking you at Key, Key J and Max on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed, who will win tonight's game? 73% of you have said the Washington football team. 73%? Yeah, they got the, the, the okay. glamour defense. Key, mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield or Tyrod Taylor? Baker Mayfield, he has a better football team. Uh, he has a better team around him. And, so, and, I, and I just think Baker has played – in a situation where played into a situation where he's now looking for a long-term extension. He can't afford to go down. zero and two, there's a lot ride on him tonight. OBJ, not in the lineup. So I, I expect for him and not tonight, but I expect for him this weekend to play well. Whenever somebody punctures your, your, your lung, I do root for you. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 this, pss, 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 I mean, Can you I, imagine I do that. I, I, that's just, that's a whole other conversation. I do find myself rooting for Tyra Taylor, but I, I will tell you, Baker Mayfield, just understanding how Kevin Stefanski has dragged this team from the mud, getting them to where they are. I don't see a drop-off mentally from this team. I think they are mentally stronger than what we're giving them credit for. Yeah, I'll go Baker. It's what he said earlier. Some dudes, it's like bad stuff happens to them. Tyrod Taylor's supposed to be a, a franchise quarterback somewhere. Somehow it's always, you get your lung punctured by a doctor, and then this dude, Justin Herbert, happens to be sitting behind you. Like, of all the bad luck, Matthew Stafford or Carson Wentz, Keith? Matthew Stafford. Uh, Sean McVay, Matthew Stafford, they're going into Indianapolis. I mean, they're, they're, they're in the Dome. So you would think that this is going to fare well. For him, he's played in the Dome his entire career, and so this this will be fun to watch. I'm going to go Carson Wentz on this one. You know, Matthew Stafford, I, I get it. I get it. He's Sean McVay's golden child, but do you see how bad that secondary defense was for the Bears? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it wasn't the best defense, even though we always talk about the Bears' defense. I, I think we, we have to start giving Carson Wentz a little love here. He didn't play great in their last game, but I think there is greatness, and I think Frank Reich will sure up that offensive line. I'm taking Matthew Stafford That's fine. all day. Coach okay. looked at him and said, him in my offense, I'm taking him all day. Mac Rams Jones, are only minus three and a half, by the way, in that game. Yeah, that's interesting. Just want to let, you know. Just want to let is, you know that. that Vegas knows something. They are on the road, but that's interesting. Okay, uh, Mac Jones or Zach Wilson? 
Key. Mac Jones. Yep. Mac Jones. Uh, he got he has a better team and and Bill Belichick and in in Matt Patricia and Bill Belichick's son and all it, it's it's too much on the defensive side <laughs> for this young quarterback. They're gonna eat him up. Eat Bill him up. Belichick has time to prepare for a rookie quarterback. Who, lo- who doesn't have his left tackle? Oh, no, Makai Becton. It, it's going to be a long – we saw Zach Wilson run for his life last week against the Panthers. What do you think we're going to see this week against the Pats? They should just casino blitz him every play. Oh, yeah, Lord. That's unanimous. Uh, this is Key- Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. We're playing take your pick with quarterbacks who we think will have a better game this weekend. Jimmy G or Jimmy G and Trey Lance, the combination of those two or Jalen Hurts, Key? The combination of those two. Yeah. I'll have a better game. Doesn't mean that Jalen Hurts is going to have a bad game. It's just they'll have a better game. He's going up against a very stout defense. He gets an opportunity to show everybody what it is. San Francisco on a long road trip, going to Philadelphia. Philadelphia fans are jacked up. It'll be a hostile environment. But I think Philadelphia is not on par with San Francisco's team. San Francisco is one of the favorites to come out of the NFC. Facts. I'm with you, Keith. Look, I love Jalen Hurts. He is my boy. I want to see him be extremely successful. Was it great to see him play that way in the road against the Falcons? Yes, it was. But this will be a better gauge for where Jalen Hurts is against this style defense. I'm going to take Jalen Hurts because Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to wow you with numbers anyway. And Philly might have an upset cooking here. It's possible, man. I really like the way Hurts looked in flashes last year and in week one this year. Derek Carr or Ben Roethlisberger key. That's interesting. It's going to be a tough game, right? Because here you are having the Raiders traveling somewhat to the east and taking care of business or taking care of business on a late Monday night against the Baltimore Ravens, going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers in that defense. You would naturally think, okay, he's going to struggle because of the defense. He doesn't necessarily have the weapons on the perimeter that you would like to see him have against this Steeler defense. I think he has a better game. Then, then Ben Roethlisberger, but I don't think they win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he has a better game, but I don't think they win. I wonder if the Raiders can get anything going on the ground. I mean, that's what you saw them struggle with last game, right? Josh Jacobs, you know, that toe injury, how will that factor into it for them? Uh, but I still think Derek Carr will have a better game, but I pick the Steelers to win, just like you guys. Agreed, but I got to say something. If it's one thing for the combination of Gruden-Carr, that quarterback coach combination to beat the Ravens at home, which is a big, big win for them because that's Harbaugh and Lamar, that winning combination, right? That culture, they compete every week, every year. They go on the road. If they could somehow pull off a win, Roethlisberger, Tomlin, on a short week, ooh. Jameis Winston or Sam Darnold, Key? Jameis Winston. I'm going to take Jameis Winston in this situation. Um, I, I like the coach. I like Sean Payton. I like Jameis Winston building uh, on last week, five touchdowns. May have another five this week against Carolina secondary. Uh, It's just, I believe in Sean Payton. I think that Saints defense is better than what we've given them credit for. I mean, we saw that in the game against the Packers to a degree. Is this game at, is this at Carolina? This is, where is this? I believe it is. It's at Carolina. Uh, Yeah, it's in Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a road game for for the Saints. I'm going to go with Sam Darnold here on this one. Christian McCaffrey with the way they played, Robbie Anderson. I'm going to go with Sam Darnold. I'm going with Jameis Winston. You could argue Jameis Winston is the MVP of the league at this moment. You could argue. I know he didn't have a lot of yards, but I don't care. You're giving out MVPs after I, one well, week? I'm saying, or <laughs> offensive player of the week. That's is that our better? job. Is that better? Yeah. Offensive player of the week. And also, like, story of the year so far. Good I don't story. care if you have a million yards. I, I, I don't care. 140. 
Five touchdowns. <laughs> Your job is to get touchdowns. zero Quarter, picks. Quarterback's job is to get his team into the end zone. He did it five times. Five times. Key. Dak Prescott or Justin Herbert? Ooh. I'm going to go with Justin Herbert in this situation. Uh, I think that when you look at the defense and Brandon Staley and what he's mustered up, the secondary that they have there, you, Derwin James, Asante Samuel Jr., Bosa off the edge applying pressure. The young secondary of Dallas, not up to par. They lose to Marcus Lawrence on the defensive side, so you lose a little pressure there. In that past secondary of the Chargers gave up 133 yards against the Washington football team in the air last week. That's not a lot of yardage. Damn, Brandon Stanley came on the show yesterday. I saw your eyes light up. You're like, I'm going to run through the wall for a guy like that. I like him. I like the coach. I like him, too. I like his strategy. I like the way they play. I feel like, you know, when if Patrick Mahomes, if they had all the people out that the Dallas Cowboys do to a degree, like we would make excuses for them. I don't think we have that. We give that same luxury to Dallas, even though I think Dak's going to have a really good game. I just don't think they're going to have enough to beat the Chargers on the road. I was just talking about quarterback-coach combinations. I don't think Dallas has that. I think they have a quarterback. I don't think they have the coach. Not only do I believe in Staley and Herbert, the early returns are amazing. They got Rashawn Slater. Like, they got, they got the quarterback, coach, and left tackle. I like the Chargers to win this game. I like Justin Herbert to outplay Dak Prescott in a great quarterback matchup. Speaking of great quarterback matchups, the marquee one of the week Patrick Mahomes over Patrick Lamar Mahomes. Jackson. Mahomes. Yeah, that's not a question. It. Not a question. It. Move on. If the question is football, the answer is Patrick Mahomes. This dude. Okay, we all like Patrick Mahomes over Lamar Jackson. Trevor Lawrence or Teddy Bridgewater? Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. That's another easy one, in my opinion. I agree. Jacksonville right. against Denver's D. Yeah, yeah that, no. that, that's going to work Good out luck. just no. right. It ain't going to be great. And also, Trevor Lawrence needs to adjust. Like, this is going I'm fast for him right now. I'm leaving the Trevor Lawrence thing alone. I'm just once-in-a-lifetime generational player. Urban Meyer, Mike Bone. Hey, Mike, you're not picking up my calls. Hmm. Athletic director for USC. I wonder why you're not picking up my calls, Mike. We hmm. have Hall of Famer. And, boy, a man responsible for a lot of joy in my childhood. Bill Parcells. Coming up after Sports Center. That's me reading Sports Center. Look at that. Dallas Cowboys defensive end Demarcus Lawrence suffered a broken foot in Wednesday's practice that'll force him to miss six to eight weeks, according to sources. He had five total tackles in last Thursday's loss to the Tampa Bay Bucks. A two-time Pro Bowl selection, Lawrence had off-season back surgery, his third since the 2015 season ended to clear up an issue that led to Payne shooting down his legs last season. First-year Jaguars head coach Urban Meyer addressed the rumors about leaving for SC. Quote, I'm here and committed to try to build an organization, Meyer said. USC fired coach Clay Helton earlier this week, prompting speculation Meyer might be a candidate for the job. Meyer also dismissed critics of his body language on the sideline during the week one loss to the Texans. And... Browns rule Odell Beckham Jr. out for week two versus the Texans. Coach Kevin Stefanski says his star wide receiver has not suffered a setback in his continuing recovery from left knee injury and that Odell Beckham Jr. would continue to practice on a limited basis. Beckham was out for Cleveland's week one loss to the Chiefs. Sports Center is brought to you by Indeed. Odds are you're hiring to free up time, not lose more. With Indeed, you get the platform that delivers four times more hires than all other sites combined, according to Talent Nest. Post a job and say you're hired. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. And we welcome in now, as I said, 
a man who was responsible for a lot of joy in my childhood, <laughs> Hall of Famer and former Keyshawn Johnson head coach, the great Bill Parcells. Coach, thanks for coming on. Coach, coach you there? Yes, I am. Well, there we What's go. What's happening, go. Coach, man? You learning how to operate that phone? I know how to operate the phone. <laughs> <laughs> how you been? I'm doing well, Key. I like you in that pink. Well, thank you. Man, Appreciate that's it. That's pink sweatshirt. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, yeah, it's. I uh, like that. It shows. Uh, it highlights his eyes, Coach. Yeah, it highlights <laughs> my my skin in my eyes. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of highlights, you know the Giants play the Washington football team tonight, and I know you know a lot about the Giants and what they're trying to get done. How much pressure is on this young quarterback, Daniel Jones, and Saquon Barkley to get things going for the Giants? Well, I think there is pressure because it's obvious that that if you're going to run an effective offense, you have to have balance, and it can't be one-sided. And, you know, Barkley is part of that balance. He's got to get going, and he's got to cross that mental barrier that, you have to cross after you've had a very serious injury, which, he's, which he had. Now, he got his feet wet last week. You would expect to see maybe a little bit more this week. I think the Giants offensively, one of the issues, uh, you know, I really like Kenny Galladay. Uh, I think they're okay at the wide receiver position, but their inside receivers you know, they drafted this Tony, number one. Uh, he's supposed to be their slot. The tight end isn't playing. They've got to get something that's a little easier for Daniel Jones uh, on the inside. And unless they get that, it's it's going to be problematic because you, you have to have a few things where the ball can get out quickly. And those inside receivers are usually um, – part of the keys to that coach how important is year three for daniel jones well you know every year is important for a quarterback but i just don't you know i i think if you go back and you look at the history of these guys you see a, a talented quarterback and i'm, I'm just going to go back a little you take a guy like david carr you Number one pick in the whole draft gets to the wrong environment. Same thing, Tim Couch gets to the wrong environment. And more recently, right there in New York, a kid named Sam Donald, who I happen to think has got pretty good ability myself, wrong environment. So you you have to have a situation that allows your quarterback to succeed before you can really be judgmental on them. I mean, if it's just one-sided and you rely on totally on the passing game, I think it's very difficult. So, Coach, with that being said, it feels like when I watch the Giants, their offense is very predictable. Like, what would your evaluation be on Jason Garrett, the offensive coordinator? Uh, Jason has a lot of experience. Listen, it's predictable because, the, as I told you, the inside receivers have not been productive. And, you know, he hasn't had his running back. And it's, you know, sometimes circumstances, the situation 
won't let you succeed. I've seen that a lot in football. The situation will not let you succeed. And until they get a little more balance in their running game and a little bit better execution in the, in the underneath routes, then that's going to open it up for the wide receiver. It's going to be problematic. But, you know, it's only one game in the season. There's a lot of games to go. You can get better as you go, and I think there's a good chance that a lot of teams will. More games than ever. Extra game this season. Pro Football Hall of Famer uh, Bill Parcells joins us on the Goodyear Hotline, brought to you by Goodyear, making the plays that move you forward. Goodyear more driven. Um, Coach Zach Wilson and Mac Jones are on opposite sides to you know this weekend. What is your evaluation so far of those two rookie QBs? I think they look good, both of them. I've been impressed. They both get around pretty good. Uh, I was particularly impressed with Wilson in the second half uh, last week. Uh, they seem to have pretty good accuracy. They seem to be pretty good decision makers. You know, you never know until you start getting beat up a little bit and you get punched in the nose and you got to get back in that huddle on Wednesday and, you, you, you know, you threw three or four interceptions and everybody's booing you. You never find out what you really are until that situation comes. But I like what I see so far. Coach, you've never been one to, to outside of Drew Bledsoe to really play young quarterbacks. But what's the, the, the challenge of having a young quarterback in playing him? Well, as I said before, wrong environment is the challenge. If you put a guy in the wrong place, it's not so much him being ready. Is does the environment give him a chance to succeed? And I think that's what they're facing in Chicago. You know, I, uh, you know, everybody wants to see the new shiny thing, but if you put a player in, and not only maybe he's not quite ready. But the environment that he's going in is also not too good. Then sometimes that leads to to destruction. And you know, Max, I know you're a boxing guy. It's the same thing. You put the guy, the fighter, in with the wrong guy too soon. Something happens, and it's not usually good. Tell him, Coach. Tell him. <laughs> Bad offensive line in Chicago, and you want to, the Bears have never had quarterback right. You want to give him the ball and have him keep it for 15 years, not mess around. Yeah, no, that's right. I think it's, uh, I think that's a tough situation. I think you could just see by their play selection last week that they weren't confident in their offensive line. You know, throwing the ball short, quick, that kind of thing. And, you know, until that gets better, I think that environment for, for Justin Fields is just kind of phase him in slowly and get, let him get his experience. You know, I think I could give you one illustration of a guy that got phased in perfectly. When Russell Wilson went to Seattle, they had a great defense and a great running back at Marshawn Lynch, and he really didn't have to do much. He just had to not mess it up until he grew into the job, which he did very well. And I think that was a, a, a case where the environment was perfect for a young quarterback to come in and develop. Bill Parcells, the Hall of Fame coach who whipped me in shape 
uh, joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Coach Parcells, you, let's go back a little bit. You probably were the first head coach to use this veteran quarterback, young quarterback type plays here and there. When you drafted uh, Pat White from West Virginia, you kind of sprinkled him as a as the president of Miami Dolphins, sprinkled him into a little bit of uh, what they were doing in Miami with Chad Pennington in the mix. Now you look up and you see this kind of what's going on around the league with Trey Lance getting a few snaps here and there in San Francisco, Justin Fields, a few snaps here and there in Chicago. When is the right time to pull the trigger, even if it's a bad environment, for these young quarterbacks? Well, if it's a bad environment, I don't think there's a right time, Keyshawn. I mean, I think, you know, you're going to do it because it's your only recourse. But I don't think that that's a good thing for any young quarterback, put him into a situation that's, that's not healthy where he doesn't have a chance to succeed. I mean, you just take a look at last week's game, say the Packers and uh, the Saints. It was a perfect environment. It was a dream game for Jameis Winston. They they were never, ever any pressure whatsoever on him to do anything. They got a lead. They built the lead. They maintained the lead. There was, there was not one pressurized situation in that game for him. As a result, everything turned out very well for them. But these young quarterbacks, you just throw them in there. Everybody wants to see them. They're shiny. They're new. But as I say, you go wrong place at the wrong time. I go back to the fighter analogy, Max. Wrong place, wrong time, and you can destroy the guy. Coach, we only got one minute left uh, for this answer, but I was curious, and I need your insight. How did you motivate somebody like Keyshawn Johnson um, so he stops annoying you about always wanting the ball throughout the course of a game? Stop it. <laughs> When I first went to the Jets, I called Keyshawn's coach, John Robinson. I said, John, tell me about Keyshawn. He, he didn't even blink. He said, Bill, you're going to love this guy. And he was right. And the reason I loved him is Keyshawn was a football player, not a wide receiver. He'd do any dirty job you asked him to do. And he was tough. He blocked linebackers. He blocked linemen. He, and he thought the ball was his, too. So that's a good thing for a receiver. Coach, I've never asked you this before. But I'm going to ask you this now. What was more stressful for you in your coaching career? Coaching in Dallas with Jerry Jones or coaching here in New York? Uh, it's, it's the same. It's, you know, it's, that, that stress is an inward thing. And, you know, I was a pretty highly emotional guy. It's just an inward thing. It doesn't make any difference where you are. And it's just, it's what you, what you feel inside yourself. I don't, I didn't feel any different degrees of pressure anywhere. Pro Football Hall of Famer Bill Parcells joins us. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on the Goodyear Hotline. Coach, when you said Key was a football player, see, I knew that that's why you loved him anyway, right? Like I, that I, being a Giants fan as a kid and watching Keyshawn and knowing him a little bit, I could see, oh, that's a Parcells guy. When you look around the league, who like uh, players who may not put up the numbers or whatever, but you say, "Ooh, that guy." 
that guy does all the things that doesn't show up necessarily in the box score, but, ooh, that's a football player. Who are some of the guys you notice in the NFL like that nowadays? Well, I like that running back at Cleveland, Chubb. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know he's producing well, but I'll tell you, he could. He, I really like him. I think he's a, a terrific player. Uh, another guy that I like that walked into the Vikings for a tryout is Adam Thielen. I think he's a he's wound up being a terrific player for them. And you know, you just you get to admire guys like that when you start seeing them come in off the streets, ask for a job and get it and then make something out of it. The great coach Bill Parcells, ladies and gentlemen. Before I let you go, one last one, coach, I have to ask this. Tougher challenge, coaching in New York or Dallas? Have you been? You, you asked him already? Yes. Oh, I, was, I had the producer in my ears. Oh, my fault. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Coach. That's the <laughs> – I'm not the football player Coach wants. I didn't uh, – I, <laughs> I didn't block. Really? Coach, right. thanks a million for coming on with us today. Pleasure talking to you. Thanks, Coach. All right, okay, Coach. guys. Have a good one. There it is, Pro, Hall of Fame, Pro Football Hall of Famer Bill Parcells on the Goodyear Hotline. Coming up, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. Um, We're going to react to our conversation with Hall of Famer Bill Parcells and him saying that Justin Fields might be in the wrong position in Chicago. That's after Jay has this from Straight Talk. 5G is here, but the big carriers, see, they want you to sign the pricey long-term contracts to get in on action. Well, not anymore, not on my watch, because Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide with plans starting at just $35 $35 a month. How cheap is that? And no contract. And get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299. All on America's best networks. 5G coverage, 5G phones, less money. It's that simple. Straight talk wireless. No contract, no compromise. 5G capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Hey, it's Greeny, and Thursday means the start of a new NFL week, and it's a big one on Thursday Night Football. The Giants and the Washington football team critical battle early in the NFC East. We'll talk about that and more. It's Greeny, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. 
Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. John J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN2, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. By the way, 888-729-3776, 888-SAY-ESPN. You want to talk to us. Guys, Coach Bill Parcells. You like my sweatshirt. Did like your sweatshirt, and you mentioned how it sets off your eyes and your skin, right? Like, that's why you like the color pink. We did get that information. Um, but also, he weighed in. Parcells weighed in, coach weighed in on the whole Justin Fields debate, right? Like where there are some people who feel like he's young, let him learn, and others are like he's QB1, put him in. And Bill Parcells said it's a bad situation for a rookie quarterback, I'm paraphrasing, and that he wouldn't play him. Is it fair to say that that was his position? Yeah, I would say Mm -hmm. that. But that's been my position the entire time up until a certain point Right. when you have to do it. There's no need. There's no rush. Like Coach said, everybody likes the new shiny toy. Right? You, you roll it out, oh, my God, it looks great. But the environment, as I've always said, he mentioned Tim Couch, David Carr, Sam Darnold. I've given those same examples over the years about guys being in the right environment, in the right situation to succeed. I'm As a young rookie quarterback, Mac Jones is in the right environment, in the right situation to succeed. And it, when you don't have that, you fail. And, I, and, and this is something that you'll learn from me, Max, over the years, is that these guys aren't drafted because they can't play. They're drafted because they can't play. They don't forget how to play football overnight now it's development <laughs> it's, it's, it's draft and then develop yes everybody's yeah. like oh he's a bum he's a but no that's not it it's the people that are coaching them in the environment that they're around if bill parcells didn't come in to my life even though as a rookie i played well you know 70 catches whatever it was but if he didn't become my coach hell i might be doing anything right now other than working at ESPN. What did he do for you? The environment changed. The culture changed. The coaching, getting him and Charlie Weiss and Bill Belichick and Todd Haley, Maurice Carthon and Dan Henning, Bill Murr, having them coaches coaching me at different spots. Hell, I learned how to play defense and understand defenses because of Bill Belichick. So even though I was on the offensive side, I could think like a defensive player because I had the right coach teaching me. I, I think this. What I think that's very interesting. And the other thing I found interesting, and I'm lockstep with you, Key, on Justin Fields. It's a luxury to try to develop him as much as possible. At a certain point, maybe you don't have that luxury, but as long as it's there, you want to ride that a little bit to get him to ripen a little. Jay, another um, really interesting thing that Coach Parcells brought up is that on the other side of the Justin Fields argument, right, people point to – Lots of guys were thrown into the mix, and they succeeded. And actually, 
Russell Wilson is one of the examples used to point out you didn't need to throw him into the mix. But Coach Parcells pointed out, wait a minute, just because he's starting quickly, it's not the same thing. What's the difference, Key? He had Marshawn Lynch in the backfield, and he had a stout defense with a veteran coach in a great environment in Pete Carroll. So it's, it's very not, easy It's not to apples see. to apples just because he's starting quickly. No, he, he was the better quarterback, Jay, in Seattle instead of Matt Flynn in that environment with that running back in Marshawn Lynch because all he had to do is drive the bus and not crash it. Tom Brady early career in, in New England when they were winning Super Bowls with Willie McGinnis and Teddy Bruschi and Laurie Malloy and Ty Law, right environment. I, I, I understand that. I get it. But not everybody is drafted to the perfect environment. Right? Like that's, that's, that's a luxury. You said luxury. That was, that was the imperative word. Like some people have the luxury of Patrick Mahomes to go to a guy like Andy Reid or Eric Bieniemy, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick. But here's where there's a conundrum for a guy like Justin Fields. Matt Nagy doesn't have the luxury of saying, hey, I'm going to be here for the next five years. I know you guys think his job is okay. People in Chicago don't think his job is okay. I talk to people in Chicago every damn day. I hear what beat writers, I hear how people talk about Matt Nagy and saying that Andy Dalton is QB1. So if there isn't that luxury of saying, I know I can be here for the amount of time to see Justin Fields flourish, like you have to start thinking to yourself. You're not arguing with the philosophy. You just don't think that they have so much rope. Exactly. Okay. Well, he, meaning Matt Nagy, certainly is giving us the interpretation as if he does have the rope yeah. based on how he's reacting to the quarterback situation. And beyond that, I got to say, if he doesn't, that makes me like Nagy more, not less. Because what that means is, look, I'm going to try and do it the right way. Even though my job's on the line, I'm looking to do it the right way. That's commendable. That's so, not something you criticize. So let's call what is in the yeah. right way for Chicago would be to revamp, right? Rebuild. Right? That defense again older. I mean, it's it's well, a rebuild. You don't necessarily rebuild. You could just move. I know move. Around. But I'm saying recalibrate. Then how yeah. about that word? You need an offensive line, man. You need to recalibrate <laughs> you need the whole thing. Line. So, like, are you sticking with Matt and Matt Nagy long term to recalibrate the whole thing? Because that's that's the direction we're trending in Good right question, now. Good question, Key. It all depends on how I evaluate the season coming up. I mean, we're in the season. Let's see what happens along the way. Yeah, it's a, it's that's a hell of a question, Jay. Right? Because we're all looking at fields, but then there's a separate Nagy question. Mm-hmm. Coming up, we are getting you set for a big NFC East matchup on ESPN Radio and moving to ESPN News. And that, of course, the Thursday night football game between my beloved New York football giants and the villains, in this case, the Washington football team. That coming up on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com.